Hello, and welcome to the Tech and Medicine Beautycast by Lutronic, the platform for connecting industry with aesthetic professionals and patients. This episode is an audio rebroadcast of the recent Genius webinar presented by three excellent providers, Laura Reynolds, Miranda Mogul, and Tiffany Wang, with highlights about how to achieve best practices and best possible results with the Genius platform. To view the visual portion of this webinar, visit our website at us.aesthetic.lutronic.com. Simply select the News and Events drop-down tab, select Recorded Webinars, and navigate down to the presenter's headshot and webinar title thumbnail, originally aired in the first half of 2023. A reminder to please subscribe to the Tech and Medicine Beautycast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to give a five-star rating and leave a review. Thank you for your interest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Genius webinar. It's been a long time since we've uh, had an educational webinar such as this, and we're really excited to be here. Hi to Miranda. Hi to Tiffany. Thank you, Bill, for the nice introduction. So what are we going to go over tonight? We have an agenda for you to talk a little bit more about Genius those of you that own the device, you've all been trained, but you know, as time goes on, it's always very helpful to revisit the device and know more of what we've learned over the years that we have been using uh, the Genius. We're gonna review a new guide, a new quick start guide for all of you that we just created and that will be available to you after this webinar. And we're gonna go over some before and after pictures, and uh, a Q&A discussion at the end. Next slide. This slide is a histology slide to basically remind all of us what is our genius doing. So on your left side, you see the uh, untreated control, the collagen, the dermis, and the epidermis there. And on the right side, the upper layer is older collagen, and on the underneath that, you have newer collagen that has been uh, treated with uh, the genius. So what does the genius really do? It gives us volume. So it causes coagulation in the dermis, creating new collagen and new elastin, which makes the skin thicker, gives it more volume, and gives it the it changes the textural appearance to be smoother and younger looking. Here's a video for you showing, here we go, our interface that's smart and easy to use. It's the only system that shows the actual energy in the lower right-hand corner. And our needles are very small and smooth and they slide in and out of the skin like butter giving us these wonderful, perfect coagulation zones or zones of coagulation. And here the needles are talking to each other to let you know the energy is being delivered, giving you nice volume in the dermis. And now Miranda is gonna to speak to us about some of the technical abilities of the device itself. So as we saw in the video, um, the Genius has insertion accuracy, impedance energy control, and intelligent temperature sensing. And these three things are really the things that set it apart from any other RF device on the market. Um, and also of note, Lutronic is the only manufacturer who manufactures its own needles with a dedicated robot to 
meet the strict design and quality uh, requirement standards for the Genius. So it's really something very unique and special in our industry. Here we can actually see Genius versus um, some of the competitor needles. Oh, there we go. Okay. So here we can see the um, insertion accuracy. Because the needles are so thin and have very thin tips and a sleek design, it actually goes to the depth that you set it to. Whereas, as you can see with the um, competitor needles that are shown here, even at the same setting, they're all set at 2.5 millimeters in depth, you are not getting that precise penetration. And then, of course, we have our impedance energy control. So the Genius is the only device that actually reads impedance and gives you real-time feedback. And because of that, we can get our full and exact energy delivered, which gives us pure coagulation. So you can see in the um, first histology slide here, very little tissue injury, um, uncontrolled low energy delivery. So essentially the only benefit that you're seeing is the benefit of the damage done by the needle insertion itself. In the second slide, you get too high of energy delivered. And when that happens, you desiccate all of the water in the tissue so quickly that you don't actually get coagula coagulation and your injury zone is very small and gives you a very ineffective treatment. With the Genius, because we get that real-time feedback of impedance, it's actually self-adjusting as it goes to give you um, energy delivered over time to help give you that nice full coagulation zone. And this just further illustrates that point. So what we really want is that nice white coagulation zone. Too high of energy, you're going to desiccate the tissue. Basically, all of the water out of the tissue is gone. You need that water to conduct the heat. So um, when you are in that white coagulation phase, the genius is actually keeping you there for a long enough period of time to give you a coagulation zone too short of a period of time, and you're just heating it up a little bit. So you might get some collagen denaturization where you're just kind of unwinding those fibers, but you're not really coagulating. So you're not getting that full replacement of tissue, which results in that volumization that we're looking for. I really love this video. This shows those little white spots is the actual um, heat that you can see the energy being delivered. And again, we have a competitor where you see no heat being put into the tissue. There are no white spots with this one. So it's really hard to create volume when you don't know how much heat you're putting in, if you're putting in any heat at all. One thing that we've learned over time with the Genius is that um, greater power equals a larger volume of energy. So in order to get energy, we need power and time. And we found that adjusting the power is going to give us a larger volume of energy. So we really get a more um, effective, efficient way to deliver the energy and get those wider coagulation zones um, just by using more power and shortening the time. So you can deliver the same amount of energy by increasing the time. But as you see in this beautiful slide, um, the First one shows 20 millijoules per pin delivered at five watts over 200 milliseconds. The second one shows the same amount of energy delivered, but double the power half the time. And you get almost one and a half times the length of your coagulation zone 
and also a wider coagulation zone. So not only are you getting a more efficient treatment by having more coagulation per pulse in the same amount of energy, it's also more comfortable for the patient because you're not delivering that heat over a longer period of time. So we're improving our treatment just by uh, controlling whether or not we're adjusting power versus time. And this is going to be reflected in our new manual. So when we initially rolled the Genius out, we were training everyone on energy mode. You know how many millijoules per pin you're putting in. Um, you still got your total treatment joules. But now with five years of knowledge behind us, we know that if we work in manual mode, we can more precisely control that coagulation zone by adjusting um, not only our depth, but our power and our time. So it's a pretty easy switch from energy mode to manual mode. If you know how many millijoules per pin you're kind of going for in general, you can um, see on the screen here where it, it shows based on the power and time that you've put in, how many millijoules per pin you're using. And this way you can now control and have that um, more efficient coagulation zone and more comfortable treatment for your patients. So these are some of the features of our new guide. So these new settings will be on page three of the guide, and this shows the moderate settings. Um, we've kind of broken it up into mild, moderate, and advanced, and you can choose your settings based on the need of the patient. So you can really individualize this treatment um, based on how much energy you need to um, deliver to address the patient's goals. Um, here you can see also we have um, given guidance for both the M49 tips and the G49 tips. So you can use whichever you like. Just note that if you're using um, the M49 on the face, you do need to have more overlap because the needles are spread out a little bit more um, in order to achieve that same amount of energy. Um, it should also be noted that when you are doing um, treatment on patients with higher Fitzpatrick skin types, you do want to go a little deeper in the tissue um, with your energy delivery. So really the, the only difference between Fitz 1 through 3 and Fitz 4 through 6 is that you're going to be delivering your energy uh, a little deeper into the tissue. And the reason we do that is because we really want to avoid that dermal epidermal junction, which is where the melanocytes live. Um, if that coagulation zone, which is shaped like a football, travels up into the DE junction, then you're really starting to risk post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So just by increasing the depth of your needles ever so slightly, you're going to deliver um, a safer treatment for your darker skin type. You'll also see in this new um, guide that we have settings uh, based on manual mode where we give you the power and the time. And then also the millijoules per pin that you're delivering um, with that power and time. And it's actually a really simple formula. If you wanted to do it yourself, you could, but we've done it for you here. Um, you just select your watts and your pulse duration um, and then divide it by 49. One thing of note, if you are using the smaller tips, the precision tips with the 16 or the 14 pins, you would divide by 16 or 14 to get your millijoules per pin. And then again, your device is going to keep track of the total energy that's been delivered. So 
This slide shows the moderate settings. We will um, look at the mild and advanced settings a little bit later. But in general, you're looking somewhere between 20 to 45 millijoules per pin for most patients. Um, and that's going to give you really effective treatment. Um, but if you are considering um, increasing your settings beyond that, just remember that by increasing the watts by one or two, you're going to um, increase the efficiency of your treatment overall more than if you increase the time. And it's going to be less painful for the patient. Um, so I mentioned that the total energy is being tracked. So if you know your millijoules per pin, uh, in this case, it's going to be about 1.5 um, joules per pulse. And you can see in this video um, as it goes that it is increasing by 1.5 joules per pulse. Now, if you were seeing a yellow signal here, it would be increasing by less, knowing that you're not reaching that target energy. Um, another thing that we've included on the new guide, and this is part of our training, but um, it's just really important to understand the concept of proper overlap technique with this device. So we are overlapping 50 to 75% in both directions. Um, and that means from pulse to pulse and from row to row. So this is a really nice little visual. This first one is overlapping 50% from row to row. Here you see pulse to pulse. So you're really moving your handpiece um, not very far when you're overlapping 50% and even less when you're overlapping 75%. Um, we've also began teaching this segmenting technique when we are treating the face. And really, when you're treating any area of the body, you want to um, work in smaller sections. So we used to have you do maybe a full area first and then the whole second area. But what we have found is that by treating both of your passes in a very small section at a time, you are reducing the intrapass edema. So when you get that edema in between passes, you are no longer then on your subsequent passes, inserting your needles into the depth that you are intending to um, insert them. So by doing those two passes in a row and then moving on to the next segment, um, one, you're bypassing that intrapath edema, so you're getting a more effective, precise treatment. Two, you haven't had time for that inflammatory cascade to kick in. So um, it's less painful for the patient. You know, if you do a whole section and then go back and do it again, by the time you get back to where you started, um, the patient is going to feel much more pain just because of the inflammation that has already begun in that area. So this is one way that has really helped to uh, make our treatments more effective and to increase patient comfort. Um, this little guy, this little... Um, picture of the face here is in the new guide, and it just kind of gives you an idea of the depth that you want to use um, for each anatomical segment of the face. So with the lower face submental area, you are going to be um, going a little bit deeper. Generally, you have um, a little bit thicker skin down there. Mid face, about 1.5 to 2 millimeters in depth. Uh, for the forehead and periorbital, you're going to stay more superficial. And then for the neck, you're about where you are um, with the mid-face. Um, of course, you want to treat every patient as an individual. Judge for yourself. 
the thickness or thinness of the skin. If you have someone who has a very thin skin overall, you know, maybe you're not going to be at that two millimeter depth to start off on their lower face. Maybe you'll start at 1.8. Um, it really, you can really customize these treatments for the individual patient. But this gives you a really great guide um, as a starting point. And then just as an estimate, so the most important thing um, is not necessarily number of pulses, how many passes or how much overlap, although those all make for an excellent treatment. Really what you need to pay attention to is how much energy is being delivered. This is a time on tissue device. The more energy you deliver, um, the more coagulation you're going to have. So for someone who does not need a lot of coagulation, maybe somebody who's younger, doing prejuvenation, um, or who's um, just doesn't have a lot of laxity or lines or anything to address, you can use a mild treatment. Um, so six to 900 joules is, is going to be your goal to get um, an effective treatment on somebody who doesn't necessarily need a, a big change to happen in their dermis. Um, somebody who could use a little more help, maybe somebody in their 40s, 50s, uh, maybe who's not so much prejuvenation, but rejuvenation, starting to feel those jowls and stuff come along. Um, you can look for the moderate setting somewhere between 1,000 and 1,300 joules per treatment. And then for those more advanced patients, um, those who might be a little bit older or who have um, some extreme textural irregularities, maybe from having acne as a, a teenager or something like that, um, then you can use the more advanced settings and go for 14 to 1800 joules per treatment. It's always important to know that the settings and the guidance that we're giving you um, are, are really great places to start, but it does not replace clinical judgment. So individualize your treatments per patient and make sure that you are using your judgment when you're treating and when you're increasing your settings. Um, this slide illustrates the mild and advanced settings. So we've already seen the moderate settings. And as you can see, um, the moderate settings were about the 30 millijoule per pen range. And the mild settings, you're looking um, in about the 20 millijoule per pen range. In the advanced setting, you're looking at about 40 millijoules per pen. Um, so again, you just need to pay attention to what, what the patient needs. You know, you don't need to put 40 millijoules per pen in a 20-year-old who doesn't have a wrinkle on their face, but you can give them a nice, um, a nice treatment with, you know, the 20 millijoule per pen range. And in some of the before and afters we'll show you, you will see people of different ages and different needs and how you can kind of choose um, the settings to use for those patients. All right, now I'm going to turn it back over to Laura, and she's going to talk to us about some best practices and treatment techniques. Thanks, Miranda. That was great. Uh, this is a video showing, uh, first we're doing a little bit of numbing here, and then we skip to me uh, starting the treatment. So <clears throat> numbing is, we numb for a good hour. And then sometimes a little longer, but usually an hour. And then uh, we clean all the numbing off of the face. Make sure that you really clean the face. I like to use hypochlorous acid. Most of us use that as a spray. You saw me spray that on the cotton. You can even just spray it on the face. 
And once the skin is clean, then you can begin your treatment. If you leave numbing cream on, they could end up breaking out and having um, you know, issues. So as you can see, when I'm doing the treatment, I'm trying to stay flush and perpendicular. That's very important. And the light is green when you start pulsing. And then when the needles go in, it turns red. And then when they retract, it turns green again and you can move. I'm holding the zimmer with my other hand. So I'm not pulling the skin with my hand. What I do is put the tip tip on the skin and then I just kind of push and then pull up. As you can see, I just did that push and pull up to give me some tightness there. And uh, that way I can uh, make sure that I'm uh, coagulating the area that I want to. This particular part of the video is I, I'm showing what it looks like when you add the ultra to on top of the genius. I like to do that. I do. I always do that. And you can see it's very smooth where the ultra is and on the side where it's just genius. You can still see the little bumps, places that I missed. And I don't like that. I like it to be all perfectly smooth and red and look like I didn't miss anything. But adding the ultra on top, uh, helps to give the patient what we call the total skin treatment. So we also are announcing our Genius Air Cooling Clip. You didn't see it in my video because I didn't have it, but this is an attachment for your Zimmer. And it attaches to the handpiece itself, as you can see in, on the photos there. And you take your Zimmer hose and attach it at the top set the zimmer to whatever uh, level that you would like. Three or four is usually good enough. And then the air travels down that tube, blows through the tip itself onto the needles and then onto the skin. And I have to say it's genius also because it cools the skin so wonderfully and cools the needles that I feel it's a game changer. Patients that I have treated before without the air clip uh, come in and then they'll get their treatment with this and they want to know if I've lowered the settings. They say, it's not hurting. Did you lower the settings? And I say, nope. It's just the way the air is directed right on the skin through, uh, through the needles and, and we love it. So it's available uh, shop.lutronic.com if any of you are interested, if you have a Zimmer. I highly recommend it. Next slide. Okay, now we're gonna review some before and afters. Here's the fun stuff. So this is a before and after, after three treatments from Dr. Weiner. And as you can see, she looks pretty good. You see some submental tightening there. Some lines are definitely smoother. And his settings were around, I believe it's 15, 1600 uh, jewel range. Next, here's some nice smoothing here from Dr. Ibrahimi. This is three treatments. And he told me, I believe his settings were also around 1500 jewels as well. Next slide. This is Dr. Shaw. Uh, this, this is a really great result, I think. And I believe that his range also was somewhere around 16 
maybe 1,500 uh, total joules. Next. This is an excellent result from Dr. Posner. He has a tendency to treat a little bit higher. This is three treatments. And I think he was more around the 16 to 18 uh, range with this patient, but her skin looks beautiful. Next slide. This is also Dr. Posner. And this abdomen is two treatments. I believe he was closer to around maybe 2000 joules, but I know that his millijoules per pen was pretty high, 50s, maybe even up to 60 on this abdomen, but great results. Next slide. Oh, and I would like to introduce Tiffany now. She's going to talk about her experiences with Genius and show us her amazing before and afters as well. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. So this is a little bit of my Genius experience in this first video clip. You can see me actually getting treated myself. I'm definitely a provider, just like many of you guys who wanna try treatments first before introducing it to our patients because I have to truly believe it works and it's a great result in order to be able to um, recommend to my patients to do the treatment as well. And so another video of me treating my fiance, some scars, and then we've been using it a lot on the body as well now with great results such as knees um, for stomach area, and it just helps to tighten things and rejuvenate as well as long mindization. Next slide. So this one is a before and after of one of my patients. She had initially came in complaining of looking tired and dull all the time. She just wanted an overall pick me up and glow. So I recommended to her to use the, GF, the RF um, Genius Microneedling as well as do some under IPRP sessions. This result is after three treatments spaced one month apart. And we use an overall about 750 joules per treatment. Um, using the full face and neck with the M49D tip with um, moderate settings. So kind of around um, the forehead, about 1.8 depth with around anywhere between 30 to 36 millijoules per pin. For this one, I did use the energy mode and patient was um, very fine with the treatment. She did mention it was a little bit a little bit painful because we were just doing um, laughing gas and numbing on the face and neck for 45 minutes. We found that using cooling and longer numbing has really helped with overall pain tolerance. And next slide. This one is another before and after. So one of my patients, she mentioned that she felt like her face was falling down. Um, everything's starting to sag a lot more, which we do all get many patients that have that same complaint with more gels. And she wanted to, she was thinking about doing thermage. Um, we ended up having her do radio frequency microneedling with Genius to address some of her skin concerns too. Um, treated her face and neck with the M49D tip as well. And we delivered about 800 joules per treatment. We did three, this is after two sessions and about one month apart. Um, she did look, she did lose some weight in between these sessions, but usually when you do lose weight, you have more skin laxity, but you can see in her final after results, she actually looks tighter in general. Um, and we, she managed, the patient managed 
comfortably with this treatment. We use um, laughing gas, numbing for about an hour, and she had a squeezy ball. And she's very happy with these results. She is continuously doing more and more treatments um, for maintenance. Next slide. This is the next one for treating abdomen. Um, after pregnancy, this patient came in complaining about saggy stomach and then stretch marks. She also mentioned that um, with everything that she's doing, diet, nothing seems to get rid of the extra pooch. It's a common concern that um, we see often. So I recommended RF microneedling to revitalize that area. After three sessions, one month apart, um, this is her before and after. We average about 700 joules per treatment for her. And you can see that she looks overall tighter and she did lose some weight as well, but everything just looks overall tighter and just more rejuvenated. She, we, we did about um, a depth of 2.2 to 3 millimeters and around 40 millijoules across the area. And she was super happy with her result. It definitely was more than she anticipated. Um, she managed it comfortably. The stomach area, um, what I've heard from patients, it does not, is not as painful as the face. And we did Pronox and numbing. Next slide. And for this uh, before and after, this was actually my coworker who was mentioning that she felt like she looked tired overall and she just wanted some kind of refresher. So I recommended her to do Genius um, the Sculptra under IPRP and lip filler. So between the before and after treatments of two RF, you also see some um, overall rejuvenation with Sculptra under IPRP and lip filler. Um, and so this is after two sessions, um, the face only, we use the M49D tip and we did about 600 joules per treatment, did two passes for the full face and we did um, the forehead 1.8 millimeters, 30 millijoule pin, also using energy mode. Cheeks and jaws, we did 2.3 millimeter with 34 millijoule pin. Um, she was very comfortable on this treatment. We did laughing gas, um, numbing for about an hour, as well as we did um, Zimmer, which has helped a lot too. Um, but you can see overall her image has really improved. She looks less tired. Her face looks a little bit more volumized and she just looks more um, rejuvenated in general. We've gotten really good results with Genius. Um, overall, it's one of the devices that I think everyone at our clinic feels very comfortable recommending to our patients because just begun, been getting really good results with everyone. Um, it's helped reduce the appearance of aging and just increase um, volumization, as well as improve a lot of textural irregularities. Um, our patient demographics overall, we're seeing younger patient demographic around 20 to 50. Um, so you can see that our overall settings are not as high in terms of total energy delivered, but we're still getting really good results with that just because um, at a younger age, their skin is still like they have tons of they have tons of collagen. So overall, they're still getting a lot of improvement. And um, one of the main things that we have um, been working on is continuing in, continuously improving our treatment process in terms of comfort and results. So one of the main things is no matter how good your results are, if the patient is having a lot of pain, they're going to be too scared to come in. So um, by even testing it out myself, I've 
we've noticed that doing double numbing at the 30 minute mark of adding an extra layer to make sure all the face is covered as well as using Zimmer and laughing gas has really made the the patient a lot more comfortable during the treatment and you're still yielding the same great results and it allows you kind of to go a little bit more aggressive without torturing your patient. Um, And so with the energy mode, um, we've gotten really good results with it. That's the main ones that we were using in the past, but definitely excited to try using manual mode now more. So we're able to increase a little bit more comfort and volumization. And um, like you've seen in some of our settings, we've been using a total total settings, usually about 30 to 40 millijoules per pin, using like 600 to 1,000 total energy per treatment, but we're going to work on increasing it to continue to give even better results. Um, And one of the main things I love and I recommend to a lot of my patients is actually doing Genius RF with our Ultra to help with overall pigmentation as well. So usually combining the two treatments has really given a really big um, improvement and we can see that in our next slide. So this one is actually done by the doctor I work with, Dr. Wang. Um, His before and after is a big improvement. This is just after the genius, but you can see that overall the skin is a lot less red and everything just looks a lot more even tone overall. This is two months after. Next slide. And with the combination of the Genius and Ultra, which the Ultra is a tholium laser, it helps to give that total skin rejuvenation where not only are you working on texture and volumization, you're now working on smoothing out the skin overall. It also helps um, improve the downtime that patients are getting from the treatment. So what to expect during treatment, this kind of shows the um, before treatment, after Genius, you can see kind of grid marking and then after Ultra, it just looks a lot more smooth in general. And um, you can do it right after each other. You don't have to give it a week or two. You can usually do the treatment the same day. Next. And so the same picture that we saw earlier, this is the final results on the right side. So combining Genius and Ultra not only help with his, the overall redness, but it also helped with pigmentation. And now her skin just looks so much more glowy, even tone, and she's so happy about her results. Next slide. And now Miranda will be speaking about her before and afters. Thank you, Tiffany. I absolutely love that um, last patient I love pairing the Genius with Ultra as well. So, and that's a really great uh, before and after you have at that series. Um, I'm just going to review some before and afters that um, some come from my practice, some come from um, other clinical trainers. First, we're just going to remember when we are treating um, that we want to use good technique, firm downward pressure. Um, this video just illustrates um, treating a patient with skin of color. This is safe on all skin types. And you can see when I'm pushing down um, that you actually see that kind of pillowing. You want to make sure that you are using that nice firm pressure um, and overlap according to the um, handpiece that you're using. And I will say one trick that I do use sometimes with patients of color and with people who um, 
maybe don't tolerate the treatment as well. Sometimes I will spread out that overlap a little bit. As long as I'm hitting my energy goals and using good technique overall, um, that's really what you're going for. So remember, we're treating one anatomical segment at a time, um, back and forth. And you can see the patient is very happy during the treatment. She's tolerating it very well. Um, this is one of our lovely trainers, Jackie, who um, allowed us to do treatment on her. Um, so now baptism before and after. So this is a patient uh, four months after two treatments using about 1,500 joules um, total face and neck per treatment. You can see in this photo, um, what I noticed first off is um, the neck area, how you almost have them bowing in the first picture, and it's much more tight in the second picture. Um, and then around the eye area, I think is actually really important. I personally, when I'm treating um, the face, I always try to get as much as I can underneath the brow. Um, you cannot treat within the orbit of the eye, but if you can pull that skin up and then use your handpiece to help pull it even further, you can really get some nice um, energy delivered around the eye. And this patient actually uh, just came back for her third treatment, so I'm excited to see um, how she progresses. Uh, this is from one of our trainers, and um, this is after just one treatment with moderate setting. So you can already see the overall appearance has improved in this neck. Um, those lines look um, like they aren't quite as deep as they were, and her tone looks much improved as well. Um, she is completing a series of three treatments and um, is so far very happy with her results, I am told. Um, I will note that in with this patient um, and with this patient, both had topical numbing um, and Zimmer. So I know at my office, we offer Pronox as an upcharge. So you know, you can offer it with treatment if you like. You can offer it as an upcharge. But I found that with topical numbing and with Zimmer, most patients tolerate it really well, especially if you're doing that segmenting technique and using firm, moderate um, downward pressure. This is from another uh, same trainer, Sabrina. And uh, this is four months after two treatments. And I really love seeing the comparison of this abdomen versus um Dr. Posner's abdomen and Tiffany's abdomen. So um, Dr. Posner's abdomen, you know, had very thin lax skin. Tiffany's was a little bit thicker and less um, breakdown of collagen than in this one. And this one has kind of thicker skin, but a lot of collagen breakdown. And you can see how by using appropriate settings for the patient's needs, you can get a result on all different types of skin. Um, this patient was uh, one of ours at St. Louis Skin, and this is actually post-facelift. She had a little pouch kind of left over after a facelift, and um, she actually just came in for her third treatment. So this is two months after two treatments, and you can see already that pouch is starting to disappear just by using the Genius and um, only treating the um, lower kind of jawline and neck area at about 600 joules per treatment. This is another one of Sabrina's. Um, this patient, um, she is very happy with her results. She um, does not want to get out of the sun long enough to do a combination treatment. 
um, using like the ultra that will help kind of even out that skin tone. But she really wanted some improvement in her texture overall. And you can see in this photo that she has um, received it. This is after three treatments and she is reportedly happy and already um, began her maintenance treatments. And she's had about 1300 joules per treatment delivered. This is from uh, one of our trainers at Skin Bar, Julie. And um, I just love this. This just shows how well you can address other areas of the body. Um, this is three months after two treatments using moderate settings. So you're looking at about 700 joules um, per arm that were delivered with this treatment. And overall, just the tone and the... Um, I mean, you can see the laxity of the skin is, is well improved because you're thickening that dermis, but really makes it um, just look better overall. This is someone who you can see has a lot of textural irregularities, most likely post-acne. Um, and after three treatments, six months post-three treatment, using advanced settings, about 1,700 joules uh, delivered per treatment. Um, to note about this patient is that the general two passes were done on the entire face with an additional three passes done specifically to the scarring. So I know that that's how I like to do um, my treatments as well. If I have someone who has an area where they need maybe a little extra love, then you can always add um, passes in between as long as their skin response is looking okay. Um, I like to personally do, if it's um, like an acne scarring person, I will do a pass on just the scarring before my first full pass at a little deeper depth. Then I'll do my full pass. And then I will do a depth in between what my first and second full pass would be on just the scarring. Then I'll do my second pass. And then one a little shallower than my second pass on just the scarring. So that way you get um, five passes in on the area that needs it most um, to really help focus on that area. And you can see in this photo um, that, that that kind of a treatment customizing to the patient's needs can give you a really beautiful result. And Tiffany and Laura, if you want to weigh in here, I think we're all pretty much at this point using the M tip on the face for the most part, um, as far as the three of us go. And I think a lot of others are as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, remember when you're using the MTIP, it was designed for the body. So on the body, use it at that 50% overlap. But if you are using it on the face and the neck, make sure that you are doing 75% overlap. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to just do more passes to get the energy that you want because those needles are spread out further. Uh, the G-tip is beautiful for the face. Um, it was designed for the face and neck, and it's great with that 50% um, overlap technique. It does have that higher density of needles, so that's why... Um, you can do the 50% versus the 75%. Um, the two precision tips, we have the 16 pin and the 14 pin. So the 16 pin is a, um, got four pins by four pins. And that was really designed for scars and for small areas like periorbital area. And the P14 was designed for linear scars because it is a seven by two pin um, tip. We do have a great variety of tips that can be used for all different kinds of applications. And now I'm going to turn it back over to Laura. Thanks, Miranda. That was great. And Tiffany, awesome. So I'm just going to summarize what we went over tonight. 
number one is, of course, we believe that we have the best in class radiofrequency micro, micro needling technology because of all the wonderful things that it does. You know, it, it actually measures the temperature and the impedance and lets you know that your energy has been delivered. And we now can tell you more precisely how to create larger versus smaller coagulation zones by changing up your settings a little bit. We're hoping that our new guide will simplify things a little bit more for our newer users and maybe give our, our longtime users uh, something different to think about. We're just giving you an option to be a little more detailed with our mild, moderate, and advanced settings uh, according to your patient's needs and their skin and their age and all, all of that that needs to be taken into consideration when you are doing one of these treatments. Um, and the fourth one here to summarize is, of course, you know, I personally like a big toy box in the practice that I work at. I like to have a lot of things to choose from, and I like to use a complementary treatment to go along with whatever I am using if possible. And, uh, you know, we have our ultra and our CO2, our ECO2, and we now have our Hollywood spectra with the MDF handpiece. So we have our genius. Again, I said this earlier to increase the volume of the skin and put back some elasticity. And then when you're finished with that, you can treat the color and the texture and resurface a little bit with our ultra or our ECO2 and or MDF handpiece, which I'm sure uh, Tiffany and Miranda would love to talk about those other modalities when we move on to my favorite part, which is the Q&A. Bill, next slide. Terrific. Uh, well, great job to the presenters. Uh, thanks again, Tiffany, Laura, and Miranda. First question, which is always one we get, <laughs> which is uh, maybe this is to Tiffany and maybe Laura, you guys can both comment. The question is, how can we make the treatment more comfortable for patients? So to make the treatment more comfortable for patients, overall, what we found is numbing for longer using either the 23-7 or um, just like straight lidocaine 30% has worked really well. Typically, um, numbing for like at least an hour, whether you do double numbing or not, the long, like using it for a long time actually helps a lot. That extra 15 minutes can go a long way. And then laughing gas, if the patient wants to use it, it really just helps uh, ease anxiety overall. So that has helped and then kind of keep their mind off of some of the actual treatment when they're doing the laughing gas, as well as um, the Zimmer. The Zimmer helps because it's so like heat, it's so hot using the needles, the um, Zimmer actually kind of like counteracts that. And there's the new Zimmer um, cooling device with Genius. So that's always an option if you want to have it as one hand piece. Terrific. Thanks, uh, Tiffany. Uh, another question, and maybe I'll run this uh, past Miranda. Uh, how do you choose initial settings and subsequent settings for follow-up treatments? Um, so I and the girls in my practice as well, um, we use the safe, the safe start setting um, in the guide that we are now providing, um, very similar to that. And we'll use that as our guidance as far as where we're going to start. So if I have somebody who's younger, 
um, or who has less need for um, dermal thickening, I'm going to start with a mild setting. If I have somebody who has um, more lax skin or, you know, less collagen, I'm going to use a more advanced setting. And then for subsequent treatments, I always try to increase my energy um, in subsequent treatments, as long as the patient did okay with their healing and tolerated the treatment well. So I literally, each treatment, just bump it up by one or two watts, which will give you one and a half to uh, three or so more millijoules um, per pin, I think. I didn't, I don't do math in my head, so don't quote me on that. (laughs) I have to write it out, but um, you do get just by bumping it up by one or two watts, you're able to deliver more energy and they do okay with that on the second treatment. I'm going to bump it up again the next time. Um, So I just kind of start with that safe start setting and go from there. You could stay on the settings that we are providing in the new guide and get awesome results all day long as well. Terrific. Uh, Another question, uh, maybe Laura, you could speak to this one. Uh, The question is, what do you use for the skin right after the treatment? And it's kind of, it looks like it relates to promoting faster healing or to reduce the risk of breakouts. Well, what I found, uh, and when when I treat patients, I am lucky enough, I get to go into Zena Gabriel's office and and, uh, treat patients for her there. And she has her own protocol that I really like, and she calls it the healing phase versus the optimizing phase. So, you know, we make sure that the skin is very clean. Like I said, we use the hypochlorous acid and we, and the skin is super clean before we start the treatment. And we really don't have a problem with breakouts uh, any longer. Uh, We used to, but we don't anymore. And then immediately after the treatment, we uh, clean the skin and we usually don't put much on, you know, we let them go home um, really without anything, but they go home with skincare to help them heal. And that's usually a mild moisturizer. And um, she likes to use elastin nectar also and a sunscreen, obviously. And that's basically in a gentle skin wash. That's all they use uh, while they're healing. And then after that, they go back to their regular skincare. I have to piggyback off of that, Laura, and tell you, when we at St. Louis Skin started using hypochlorous to prep and then also to clean after, you the number of breakouts post-treatment has greatly reduced. So I definitely agree with Oh, that's helpful. Helpful to hear. Uh, here's a question um, for Tiffany. How long? The question is, how long does the treatment take with this so-called uh, 50 to 75% overlap? What has been your experience? Overall, I feel like it takes anywhere between like 15 to 30 minutes maximum, but usually it doesn't take too long. Um, with the M49D tip, with the G tip, it does take a little bit longer since you're kind of it's a smaller tip. So you have to cover like more stamps. So the M49 tip usually is a little bit quicker that we've noticed. Terrific. And is that just for neck and face or face only, or what is your experience? For face only. If we're adding on neck, it adds on another like 10 minutes or so. Okay. Thank you. That's a pretty quick trip. Um, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, here's a question. Maybe uh, I don't know who wants to take this one. The question is about Instances where you would do fewer passes or more passes. I can't really quite 
interpret the question, but maybe someone looking for that indication is when do you need more passes? How would you answer that? I think you have to look at the individual patient and the areas of concern. So if they have some jowling going on, then maybe you're going to do more passes there, or obviously we turn the energy up for that area. Uh, it just depends on their skin and what needs correction, right? Tiffany, is that how you? Yeah, typically it's like if the area has an it's like jowly or they're really trying to tighten their skin more, or there's like deep scars, then I'll go a little bit more aggressive on my settings to really hit the problem spots. But um, most patients, I'll do at least the minimum two passes. Here's a question maybe for all three of you. Maybe I'll start with Tiffany. And that is, uh, it's like two parts. Do you always sell treatments in packages of three and what treatment intervals are optimal? We actually don't sell any packages for these lasers because typically it's hard to estimate exactly how many they'll need. So if a patient's super happy with that two treatments, we don't want them to have to pay for three and feel like they're locked in. Um, but usually I do recommend to my, all, my, all my patients to do three sessions at least. Um, and then if they want to do more, they always can. And Interesting. one month interval. One month interval. Okay, interesting. Miranda, what, what is your experience uh, in terms of packages and intervals? So um, we also don't sell packages at St. Louis Skin. Um, we do based on individual need, but in the consultation, the discussion is that for optimal results, most people are going to need at least three treatments. Um, we, we like to customize for our patients. We used to do them about four weeks apart. Um, now we have found that we're actually getting better results by waiting about six weeks in between treatments on the face and eight weeks in between treatments on the body. Interesting. Laura, what about yourself? Dr. Gabriel doesn't sell packages either. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always wants another treatment, it seems like. So, mm -hmm. and we did, so she doesn't sell packages and we, but we do have a consultation of course. And she explains that they will, will most likely need more than one. As far as spacing goes, you know, I'm a little different. I, uh, eight, uh, six weeks minimum, uh, but we average, you know, somewhere around eight weeks with most of our patients because, um, the patients that I treat, many of them are older. So I want to wait and for that dermis to remodel a little bit, get a little thicker, get a little healthier, so that the next time I go back and treat it, it'll have more to work with and heal with even better collagen um, production and elastin production. Great. Thank you. Uh, here's a question that probably ties back a little bit to the basis of manual mode, it seems. I'm getting it right. It says, how does controlling watts and milliseconds help to reduce discomfort, but also increase coagulation volume? Maybe Miranda, do you want to take a shot at that? Yeah. So um, it reduces discomfort because if all things can, all things else being equal, um, if you're delivering the same energy over a shorter period of time, they're not having to sit there with that energy being put into their skin. For a long period of time. So think about touching a, a hot curling iron. You know, if you just barely touch it, you're probably okay. But if you leave your finger on there and it lingers, it's going to hurt more the longer it lingers. You get that heat buildup. 
Um, so we saw in the slides how uh, the watts affect the coagulation zone by making it longer and wider. So you can actually have a more effective treatment by treating with higher power over a shorter period of time, delivering the same amount of energy um, than if you did lower power and a longer period of time. Great, thank you. Um, question for uh, for Tiffany, or if you can just characterize what kind of downtime expectations do you tell your patients about when, let's say, you're delivering a moderate treatment? Uh, what do they typically expect? Like, how would you how would you characterize that, Tiffany? Typically, I tell my patients it's anywhere between like a three to five day downtime period, and they'll usually look a little bit like sunburnt for the first one or two days. And then after that, it just starts to kind of fade out. Some people will get little like dots on their face, but hardly ever. Usually it's more just overall redness for a few days and then a little bit of dryness. But most of my patients have mentioned like a very short downtime with it. So it hasn't really affected them that much. Um, and they're able to kind of go about with their life usually pretty quickly afterwards. Understood. Terrific. One of the chats asking a question, if my total energy is generally less than 700 joules, what's the best strategy to increase my total energy? So this is probably someone that maybe is, you know, using energy mode, they're tracking energy, but they want to know what's the best, what's the best strategy for taking it up a notch? Uh, for me, I think it's paying attention to my overlap. Uh, if I'm tight with my overlap, my jewels go up very easily. If I'm not paying good enough attention, talking too much to the patient, whatever. And then I look and I'm like, oh, that's not enough. It's usually my overlap. Um, it could be your millijoules per pin, but for, for me, usually that's not the case. What about you, Miranda? Yeah, I would say definitely overlap. Um, if you're using the M tip on the face, um, just about two rows of needles. Um, if you move it just that much, that's about your 75%. So it's really easy to track if you're watching um, your tip. And then I would say the other thing is making sure that you're using your firm downward pressure, that you're stretching the skin where you need to stretch. Because if you're getting yellow, you're not delivering the energy that you're trying to deliver. Um, and just by getting greens, you're gonna have a more efficient treatment and deliver more energy per pulse. Okay, so last last question. Uh, how can we access the new Quick Start Guide for Genius? Well, it is available on our lutronicshop.com. Right, Bill? Yes, that is very true. And it's, uh, they, anyone can order those things uh, directly uh, with the next time they order Genius Tips. They can just get shipped in at no charge. So it's pretty straightforward. There's also going to be a downloadable PDF as well so that this can be easily accessible by all the customers. So again, thank you for, uh, for participating and contributing to this. Uh, this webinar has, of course, been recorded. So once we get it uh, finalized and posted on the website, that should happen within a couple of weeks. But uh, thank you again to the audience, for, uh, for the live audience, for listening in. And again, follow Lutronic on social channels, and you're welcome to reach out to any of us at any time. But uh, have a good evening, and again, thank you, everyone.